Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the most luscious of them all? And you're listening to Mr. Juicy on the OVW podcast. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. I am Jack Myers. And I am Brian Hines, and I'm cold. Today we're getting into all of the action from Ohio Valley Wrestling Television 1274, emanating live originally from Historic Davis Arena on January 4th, 2024. Before that, a couple of things here at the top of the hour. We are um, days away from the 10th Annual Carney Awards, of which we were nominated for Best Podcast. We will be in attendance for said award show. We will. We're getting all dressed up. We've been arguing about ties just, just today. Oh, yeah. I've already got a jacket picked out, and I plan on looking real nice. We, uh, I think I'm going suit shopping maybe tomorrow before I go to work. I've got a plan. I think it's going to look really, really good. I mean, I most of the time, if I conceptualize an outfit, it looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I know how to put them together over here. I don't look like shit all the time, I promise, just today. Um, th- there's a couple of things that you can look for in our feed, both uh, on the uh, podcast feed and on YouTube are, are kind of newly, uh, we've been breathing a lot of new life into the YouTube channel, a lot of stuff going up there, both old and new. Um, the one, though, in particular that you would probably enjoy the most is our huge, comprehensive, uncut interview with Al Snow, which was a lot of fun to record. If you're into your mama jokes, this is the place for you. Uh, you can, So like I said, you can find Al Snow on our YouTube channel. You can also find him apparently in my hometown shooting a holiday-like Hallmark-style Christmas movie, which I find ironic. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. I, I'm interested to see more about that. So our two two Al Snow things are a horror movie that never got released and a Christmas movie no one's going to see for a totally different reason. People on Hallmark Channel will. I uh, bet it's a Hallmark movie. I, guess, I bet it's a Hallmark movie. I bet it is, but nobody's going to see it either way. We that, will. That's back for the, that's for the your mom jokes, bro. <laughs> your shitty acting career, bro. <laughs> when he, when Al Snow listens to this, because he certainly listens, yeah, he listens he's every be week. So mad, you can tell he listens every week. Takes all of my suggestions on booking, yeah, um, steals them right off right off the podcast feed. You can tell he definitely has nothing else going on better to do to listen to the official unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to knock down some more interviews as well um, in the coming days and weeks. We're, I guess we have cash flow. I think we want to try to get with Will Austin and Tiffany Nieves if we can all get on the same page uh, for once. Um, so be sure to look forward in the coming weeks to those interviews once they record and hit the feed. I'm looking excited to. Uh, I'm excited to speak with all of them. I'm look, really looking forward to it. It uh, having cash flow by couldn't have happened on a worst week for me because I I was gonna gonna do my chop. Y'all got chopped. I still might do. It. I feel like, <laughs> feel like now might just be the time to go for it. Get the chop from cash flow uh, on Friday when we sit down and record with him. There's no time like the present. After all of this, we'll break down all of the action from Ohio Valley Wrestling Television 1274, emanating live from Historic Davis Arena. Right after this. Hey folks, Tiny Brian here with you once again, and uh, today I'm just talking about YouTube. Listen folks, the, the uh, OVW podcast now has a YouTube channel where we are posting all of, our, uh, all of our episodes. This is being recorded on video right now, except you won't see me. I am literally behind, directly behind the camera where it cannot find me. 
So you just hear my voice in the videos, but you will hear our, you will see our handsome hosts uh, live in high definition, uh, perhaps voguing, uh, perhaps doing all sorts of weird things. But uh, yeah, if you're not, if you've not checked out the YouTube channel, folks, come on by, see what these weirdos look like. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You can see the uh, now featuring Al Snow completely uncut. Uh, the, the full interview, almost two hours of it, um, right there for you folks. So stop on by. Uh, that's at youtube.com slash OVW podcast. And uh, now back to the hosts of the OVW podcast already in studio. And I don't shave my legs for nothing. I've said it once. I've said it before. Come by the YouTube channel. You see, see those yams I got going. Um, this is my co-host, Brian Hines. I'm still Jack Minokes, of course. Uh, we're going to cover the pre-show. This has been, uh, we've been not only lucky enough to go the last couple of times and been get there early enough to see the pre-show, but uh, it seems like recently on the feed, you've been seeing uh, the pre-show as a fan from home if you don't go to Davis Arena. As long yeah. as you watch on YouTube or Facebook, mm-hmm. both of which are, which and this, yeah, we drew our notes from the YouTube stream, so... Uh, the first one was Nakeem the Dream versus ZDP in the fall of of the Fallen uh, with the Fallen joined by the Fallen as always. Um, Nakeem, Z- famously the man with the pacifier. Yeah, the man with the pacifier that I didn't really understand or get until tonight. You can ask Tiny Brian the moment this match was over when he came back to uh, our seats. I said, "I want that kid. I want that kid in studio. That kid's got the way that he can twist his body in the middle of the air." is unlike anybody else on the roster. And there's a lot of really talented people on the roster. Love that spot right there where ZDP catches him. You don't yeah. expect that. Oh, amount. the baby catch? Yeah. yeah. Don't Looks expect like that Looks like he's going amount. for a Hurricane Rana, and then he suddenly just is in his arms. Um, but, of course, ZDP, I mean, yeah. The, this Nakeem the Dream kid, he's incredible. He's also a really, really nice, humble kid. He seemed so excited uh, when I was like, hey, you need to come by. Um, nice kid, nice kid. Uh, ZDP picks up the win over him, though. A lot of near-fall attempts, a lot of uh, two not-quite-threes. Um, great, like, hurricane backbreaker or neckbreaker from uh, Nakeem the Dream there. Um, ZDP wins. Nakeem the Dream, up and coming. This is what the pre-show is all about, right, is you send a baby face out there. Two, two or three weeks ago, they hated Nakeem the Dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was I one of them. I remember him being, uh, I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot of a pop, yeah. but there there was on Thursday, and I'm I'm glad to see that for him. People are he, the people are finally seeing what he can do, and people are getting um, getting behind him. That's what I love so much about these pre-show matches is uh, it really is built to see if the crowd is even interested in you at all, like slightly at all, and we know that from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the point of getting on the pre-show matches is to see if you can even halfway cut it on the. Uh, the rest of the regular These show. These people who are half paying attention while they're getting their popcorn and sitting yeah. down, if you can catch their eye, you, are, you may be on to something. And it's also the most hardcore of the hardcore there, too. So they know what they like, they know what they don't like. And you have to kind of, um, especially Davis Arena nowadays, you have to appease both sets. you got to get the uh, guys who don't watch every single minute of every single thing, and you got to get the hardcore people behind you as well. Yeah, the people that are there week in, week out. Have been for years. Don't care about Netflix. <laughs> don't care about Matt Jones. Care about OVW. You got to get those guys behind your back as well. Yeah. Um, second match of the night was AJ Vest versus Jason Hendricks. Um, we it we kind of were confused, kind of looking at each other for a little bit. We were like, "Is his last name really Vest?" And he wears the vest. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's kind of what uh, we were talking about there. But uh, yeah, it, it. I mean, hey, that's. 
a very uh, appropriate name. The kid's uh, tall, good-looking, um, ton of heat. People don't like him. Uh, I thought that it was funny that he calls himself the best in the world. I think that's <laughs> well. That that's sounds really like, clever. That, yeah, sounds that's like an early aughts like web co- web comic, like a vest in the world, just a vest wandering <laughs> around having adventures. It's like poorly drawn. Yeah, definitely. Matt, jokes poorly. about science or some exactly. Something. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're you're feeling my vibe. Um, AJ Vest uh, picks up the win over Jason Hendricks. Both of these guys, kind of, uh, kind of like we were saying about the pre-show and its whole design. Anyway kind of liking both of these guys a little bit more every time i see him yeah. i do get genuinely annoyed by aj vest and i think that's a good thing really yeah <laughs> wow what, what is it that annoys you about i him? just he's just uh, uh, too not pretty enough to be that arrogant wow and he needs new ring attire <laughs> like a, a different vest or I, lose the vest well i mean his his i don't know it, lose well, the name Maybe lose the name, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I noticed because I noticed him both on here on Thursday, and then again I noticed at the Nightmare Rumble. His his just his tire looks kind of dingy. It's like, come on, guy. Need so he's on the road. He's on the road. On he's the road. building. Uh, match three of the um, pre-show here: Ragnar the Ruthless versus Jebediah Blackhawk. Great match. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a relatively quick match, but uh, it was it was a great match, and uh, I mean Ragnar is no slouch Mm -mm. and uh jebediah is no spring chicken but he definitely knows his way around the ring and can still hang still go and uh lo and behold first match of the year country boy does all right jebediah blackhawk comes away with the win and uh does a couple little dances along the way that was yeah the dances are over people love the dance yeah i do too i I can neither we can neither confirm or deny here at the unofficial podcast of ohio valley wrestling that jebediah would have been married a long time ago if it hadn't been for cotton eye joe (laughs) the uh (laughs) the thing that i i like the most about this match especially watching it in person is uh how well the younger guy could kind of work down. You like you said, Jib Blackhawks, no spring chicken. Even talking to him for the little bit we did in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, he mentioned no, you know, there's a lot of younger guys more interested than me. Very yeah, helpful. he said moreover. Yeah, moreover than me. Yeah, moreover. Yeah, exactly. but um, it, it's it's not about that here at the OEW podcast. It's being able to connect with everybody and allow them a chance to tell their stories, and, and we hope to get his one day. And as much as I would love to have Ragnar the Ruthless, I would still I would rather have Jebediah Blackhawk. I can't imagine for as long as that guy's been at the company, he's seen it up and down and up and down and down and down and way up. Yeah, I want to see what he has to say about some of the stuff. It's great to have this current perspective in our interviews of people that have been around for three years or less. Yeah, but I want to see a guy in here to really tell us about the uh, the other side of the true history of OVW. You know, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's go. He's one of the originals, and I'd I'd love to hear stories going back to its inception. Ragnar the Ruthless does a great job of working around Jebediah Blackhawk here, but Jebediah Blackhawk wins the uh, match. The, one of the big themes of the evening as we move into the main show here, right before we enter, uh, we talk about the Women's Battle Royale. Um, Aaron Stevens, former Damian Sandow, uh, with, he has a heavy alliance with the National Wrestling Alliance that he these does. days. Um, he comes out to take notes several times, pretty much every match of the evening. He yeah, he, he was notes. noticeably present throughout the course of the whole entire... Uh, and we've been seeing him more and more each and week after week. He seems to come out for more and more matches. 
Yeah, he does. Wow, yeah, that. he's trying to get a uh, grasp on the whole roster, not just um, as we thought before. Maybe he's just here for Von Rocket. Who knows? Um, it seems like he has his finger in a lot of different uh, plates, on a lot of different plates. His finger in a bunch of soups. Where is his finger? He's got a lot of fingers, and they're all over the place. There's fingers in various dishes. Yeah, yes. fingers in various dishes. So we have resolved that we, though we have seen the, the pay-per-view, we were there, most of us were there live, we have resolved not to spoil it in this event. Yes. But we can say, because it was known even on that Thursday, that the, the men's Royal Rumble or the men's Nightmare Rumble would be f- to get a shot not at either one of the OVW heavyweight championships, national or otherwise, but the NWA World Championship. Yeah. So interesting. It, it, so it seems like with this discussion of, of this NWA manager coming to observe. We also get this NWA title that is apparently going to be in contention by whoever win whoever won the men's Nightmare Rumble. Which, which title is it again? The 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 one that TW, the one that EC3 has on his on his the, shoulder. The big now. boy. Yeah, the, the ten one. pounds of gold. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that one, and so. So yeah, that that's that's what I find interesting is that the connections between OVW and the NDW, and the NWA seem to be deepening. Yes, that is uh, quite apparent and noticeable. But him being out so many times during the course of the evening, I mean, if he's not interested in a particular person, then what exactly is it that we think he's looking at or will happen next? He's maybe just scouting for the promotion as a whole. That's I suppose that's possible. We will find out in the coming weeks. We will. Could Better we to have questions. Hmm. I, I mean, if the, NW invade, if the NWA invaded, would they just invade? I mean, here's, the, here's they're, the they're way bigger than I don't want to. I don't want to take the shit out of the NWA. Not a single person in OVW would give a fuck. <laughs> oh, if they invaded, nobody would give a fuck. If Tyrus came down and fucking was at OVW, nobody would give a shit. I think that would. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't think it's a good idea. That's all. Isn't that Billy Corgan's promotion? Oh, Billy Corgan showed up on a Thursday night. I that might be interested. Yeah, but that I did he bring his inv- guitar? An invasion has to have heat, and I don't think that a lot of the OVW people would really care. I I don't think it's enough for them to just to get mad that bad guys are here. I think that they just wouldn't care. If we're being honest, I don't think I would. Okay. <laughs> well, man. I would like to point we'll out while see we if have these a second, words come back to haunt Jackman. That at uh, if you go to fight got, TV, got, I've got an excuse this week <laughs> and watch this week's episode. Uh, we are featured prominently in the very first shot of the episode that uh, took place last Thursday, January fourth. Yeah, yes. all, all three of us. All three of us. Um, this was. we got a ten. Uh, we got a big battle royale here. The winner of this battle royale will come out at number ten in the Nightmare Royal, which is the halfway point. Uh, the Nightmare Ro- Rumble. For the women is only a 20-person rumble, not a 30-person rumble like the men's. So coming in at 10th is a huge strategic advantage. Yes. Um, between Charlie Pierce, Har- Harley Jane, Warhammer, Lilith Grin, Ari Alexander, Riley Matthews, Dream Girl Ellie, Layla Gray, Alice Crowley, Micah Madrid, and Hamir, Layla Gray walked away the victor. What did you think about Layla Gray's victory here? 
uh, I mean, it wasn't very surprising that uh, she won. Although, at the very end, I was wondering if it was going to end up being Dream Girl Ellie versus Layla Gray. I personally thought that uh, Dream Girl Ellie was going to win, but uh, it didn't work out that way. Sorry, Ellie. Lots of um, development between the newly found friendship of Layla Gray and Dream Girl Ellie on this. A lot of tandem maneuvers for them to gain strategic advantages. Mm -hmm. A lot of looking out for each other. Mostly on Dream Girl Ellie's part, I felt like. Dream Girl Ellie was the one going out of her way to make sure Layla Gray wasn't in danger. I, in Uh, fact, heard Dream Girl shout, that's my friend, several times during that match. And that really popped one of the guys behind us. (laughs) It really did. And it popped me how much it popped him. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was really funny that the, he thought it was really funny. Yeah, the crowd was... The, <laughs> I've noticed the crowd chanting at Ellie, make better choices, Ellie, a lot. Yeah. the uh, uh, One of the bad choices was not that new shirt that she was wearing because the, I like that new shirt. You mentioned that you thought Dream Girl Ellie should have won. Uh, yes, her DGF and E shirt, yeah. the, like the old ECW print yeah. shirt. It's a great shirt. That's pretty cool. Um, you mentioned you thought Dream Girl Ellie should win. I thought it should be Riley Matthews. I thought that, that would that would be an excellent choice. I mean, she's she's young. She's got the skill set. I've seen her at the Spot Monkey promotions mm-hmm. quite a few times before uh, she made her way to OVW. And if Thursday night wasn't her night, uh, one of these days will be her night because she uh, she's incredibly talented. Yeah, I just thought even though she didn't win, she won in the wrestling way. She was she walked out a different competitor in uh, the eyes of the viewer. Yeah. Um, after this, I and because of that, I really wanted to see her get the uh, the actual victory as well. But she really, 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 really came out during this battle royale. I, I need to make a statement too while we're here. Um, I've made a couple of statements about Harley Jane over the past few weeks. That she is, I believe, I called her the uh, the Hollywood Haley J we have at home. You did. Uh, she since then she has made multiple. She has made strides. Her look is now very different from. Hollywood, and I think it was a little too similar for a while when she was competing here at OVW, but she got some different attire, she has a different look, and, and she's definitely differentiated herself, did, so I retract those statements. Did she smack you around over the weekend? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny whether or not I got smacked around by uh, uh, OVW competitors, no. I got my eye on you, Woodard. It's not hard. I'm, I'm, I take up a lot of space. Well, and we, you're not taking credit for her change because, no, no. because we know women don't listen to this. No. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm just saying, I'm just noting the change podcast. and, uh, and, just, and, and just, you know, being in favor of it. Uh, there's a, we have a non-title tag up next against the champions, uh, who are holding the belts, the golden lions and the fallen with ZDP. No, you love the, uh, fallen. No, I don't I do. really like the golden lions. This was the match for you, Jackman. This was the Bathroom break. <laughs> Actually, it was a pretty good match to sit and watch. I it. bet it was. Um, I'll re- I, I rewatched it whenever I sat down and rewatched it on YouTube for posterity. But at, at the time, I had um, other priorities, and, and it was the bathroom. Uh, Golden Lions win. Not a shocker here. No, but um, it, it's always a treat for me to see the fallen. Um, I, one of these days, we're going to have to to get them in there to talk to us, whether it's individually or as as a group. Uh, I would love to get the chance to uh, sit and talk with those guys, especially the Reverend, because I find him highly entertaining. He's I, hilarious if you catch him live. I think the Reverend could be the first guy that we do a kayfabe 
and a non-kayfabe because he's another one of those guys we're talking about earlier that's been around, been teaching wrestling for a long time, wrestled a lot throughout the Midwest. Would love to have him in with the Fallen and then kind of just crowd the uh, studio here and intimidate this is an us. Awfully, <laughs> this is an awfully small studio to have those three dudes, especially if uh, the Nephilim bring, brings his, his giant wings. wings yeah. Uh, but I do think that he's one of those guys that maybe for the first time we could do maybe a little behind-the-scenes one, too. That's fine. And if I had to guess, if uh, he interviews the way he wrestles, that will be the first time we speak to somebody who's not wearing shoes. But uh, let's not put him in charge of bringing the food. How about that? Yeah. seems like anytime there's food involved, it goes... Right down the straight, straight front of those pants. And yeah. then comes back yeah. out and gets eaten. By yes. somebody else. <laughs> and sometimes by him, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen him eat it a lot. Yeah. It, was it Christmas Chaos or the one before that? He was outside the ring for a good 20, 30 minutes, and he was more entertaining than the match was. Yeah, that was... And if you, if you just watch at home and you're familiar with uh, The Fallen, uh, the camera does not do... Uh, the Reverend Justice because he is a one-man show in his own right and I love watching him work because he's super entertaining. Um, there was an, a small interview segment in there between uh, Brian and Jesse Goddard's um, in between the Fallen match and uh, our next match between Will Austin and the uh, Kentucky Country Boy Heavyweight Champion Star Rider. Yeah, um, that's right. The, and the the interview sounded like this. You really <laughs> you're too close to the mic. The interview Hold on. actually. Hold please. The interview kind of sounded like this. I'm upset. Oh, wow. I'm really upset. It's a new year. It's a new me. I'm enraged. And I'm just not going to take it anymore. I mean, you could not hear a damn word. Certainly not in the ring. And even going back listening, I had to turn my TV up to yeah, actually. It, I think that was a literal technical problem on it, their part. It, it probably was. It probably was. And that's They're not me. Pains. Let's not hold it against No, them. no, none of that. I'm not ripping on Mr. Pectacular. I'm not ripping on Brian Kennison. I'm not ripping on anybody. I'm just saying. I'll rip on Brian Kennison. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. And that goes for going back and watching at the house. It was really, really hard. I know that technical difficulties are things that happen, but uh, yeah, I, I got like nothing out of that unless I put, you know, the captions on or something. I'm gonna be honest. Je- Jesse does look like a proper champion in a suit, though. He does. Sure, he looks great in a suit. He dresses up nice. Yeah, he should. He, he also should, looks like uh, he he could probably get you some good uh, tax deductions too. Oh yeah, <laughs> or like um, a, a Mercedes. Yeah. That would be a handsome accountant. But he does love Jesse's heart, but he's so low energy. Why why is he so low energy? I think that he's trying to do a a kind of more old school seventies type champion where maybe like what Nick Aldis was doing a few years ago when he was an NWA champion. Just the suit, the measured uh promos. Um I guess it's maybe maybe not what rest of everybody else on OVW does, so it does seem like a huge contrast whenever he does it. Um, but I think that that's kind of what he's going for in these sit-down interviews. And also, I think Brian Kennison, in all honesty, seriously, should do more sit-down interviews. I do think that he, yeah. brings, he brings a certain Agreed. heft to it that is not something that every 
uh, wrestling, you know, ringside journalist guy can do or whatever his title is, you know, I really think he can bring a certain heft and intensity to it. I'd love to see more of those, not just for EC3 and Jesse, but for everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I really think that that, if that's something they wanted to expand upon, that could add a lot of weight to some of these. Uh, And I'd love to see even the old school, I'm sure it's harder with Go to EC3. the ring, and at this time, I'd like to call to the ring. Oh, no, I'd love to see him in the middle with them on either side. Yeah. I think it's probably hard to do with Jesse Goddard and EC3, given their schedules and stuff. Um, but some of these other guys, get them in for a little pre-tape, you know, where you can actually get them together. And I think that that could be a really, really, really great recurring segment. I think they should go for that, totally. Um, Will Austin and Country Boy, Kentucky Country Boy Heavyweight Champion Star Rider uh, have a the type of match that you would expect from these two guys. Kind of like that the Rush Division uh, belt has kind of changed into something totally different under Cal Hero. And it seems like this country boy, Kentucky Country Boy Heavyweight belt is now kind of the quote-unquote worker, fast-paced guy belt. Yeah, and, and this isn't something that typically falls to a... A different a specific type of person on mm-hmm. the roster mm-hmm. i mean since we've been covering this it's been uh crixis it's been superior tony evans now it's star rider who else has it been in the last six months year oh i mean of course uh luscious lawrence was the inaugural champion that's right um it's been been all over been around um will austin i <laughs> well he was a baby face two weeks ago and now he's a heel again He's the future. He's the future, yeah. The future is always moving and changing. Always. I do I, like to watch the man work. Like I do he too. is a good, he is fun. He and Star Rider put on a good show in that match. And not to ruin the pay per view either, but you want to see the best of Will Austin? That pay per view match that he had was the best of Will Austin. That thing was incredible. He was really, really, really good at that. We'll but, cover that in long form, of course. I guess that'll drop this Thursday on the feed. Of course. Yes. No spoilers, but no. that, that, that was the best of Will Austin in that match. So it was really, really, really killer. Really, really killer. I can't wait to talk about the pay-per-view. There's a lot of surprises and a, a couple good stories along the way. There are, there are things we need. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let's, not, let, let's not get into it. So after That's the, why I didn't. After the 1-2-3 uh, Star Rider wins, of course, um, Tony Evans and Jay De Niro come out to confront Star Rider. Hush. Heck of a promo from Tony Evans. As always. As always. But even more than... <laughs> More than most weeks this past week. Yeah. He really, really, really was getting people riled up. Um, and he didn't care. And uh, no. he reminds us that it's been 19 days since he lost his championship, which is some of the most, like, pissant heel stuff I've ever... 19 days. It's been... I haven't slept in eight and 19 days. It's like It sounds bro, like, like uh, nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> you know Prince wrote that? I know. Yeah. Yeah. He also wrote Manic Monday, too. He did. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's yeah. We'll talk about that off here. This is the Prince. <laughs> Welcome to the Prince podcast. Welcome to the OVW podcast for Prince. He was a wrestling fan, I'm sure. He liked ridiculous stuff. No, he probably didn't get it. He was like, "Why aren't they naked?" <laughs> um, heck of a promo from Tony Evans, though. Heck of a promo from Tony Evans. Um, bout four of the evening was a make or break match uh, for the women's. Uh, Rumble, Nightmare Rumble. The stipulation of this is that the winner of the match would come out at 20, which would be the biggest advantage of the night. And the loser would come in at number one, making their chances go pretty much right down the toilet. 
And when you saw the two competitors, Shalance and TT, to get above the physical of wrestling and get into the meta of wrestling, we knew Shalance wasn't going to win this. No. It just there for show, as always. She's really great, though. Like, Oh, yeah. I think that she's really, really, really... I think that this gimmick is... It, it, it's she, It's pigeonholed her into a place where she's not going to be able to wrestle in like, a way like like live that down or yeah. change into yeah. something <laughs> yeah, else yeah exactly and i don't think it's a bad gimmick because it's it, it does its job oh yeah but i do think that she's like a really 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 like athletic wrestler and a really like technically sound wrestler and sometimes the gimmick stuff gets in the way of being able to show that well i mean she wrestles with a live mic in her hand yeah she's great that's crazy there is i've i've never really seen that a whole lot i mean you don't see a whole lot of people like talking about the match that they are in while they are in it. It happens some much less singing about it. That's the first time I've ever seen somebody sing while they were wrestling and to just see her get like clocked in the head as she's trying to throw one of those really loud, really long, really intense um, notes of hers was uh, very satisfying. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny because there was one in particular where she kind of like got right in her face and it was like, doink. <laughs> yeah. TT very helpfully turned her off. That was nice. <laughs> Thank you, TT. Yeah. And that, we- that got, that got the crowd over immediately. <laughs> and once again, TT has that incredible finish of hers, the, the hang 10. Or We're the actually about to or- see it right here. Yeah. We've just about got it pulled up. Wrap, wraps her up, slams her face into the ground for the one, two, three there, making her, the winner of this 20th spot in the Rumble. Yes. Big, big advantage. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a big deal, kids. Got and it. Go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, I, I was just moving. I was uh, going on to the next match. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. My bad, man. The next match, since this is the week of the Battle Royal, we've had two huge multi-man matches on this show. Uh, winner of this one gets, uh, much like the women's, placed directly halfway um, into the the Rumble match, which is not a bad place to be. The 15th spot? No. No, middle of the road. You cut through half of the half of your competition, and then you only have to deal with uh, you know, the other half at the most. And the person who ends up winning this match is Jack Vaughn, who, for someone like Jack Vaughn, getting the opportunity to come in at 15th is uh, dangerous. Yeah. Very, very for dangerous. For everyone else. For everyone else, yeah. yes. Um, Jack Vaughn weirdly got a, got got the 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 crowd popped for him this week. Too. I he's been around long enough, and he was too good with that belt, and people people noticed that. Yeah, I th- well, plus he also got the sympathy because he he did uh, experience a personal loss. That's true. In the yeah, that's meeting, true. So I'd forgotten I think, about that. Yeah, I think that was part of it. But I think you're right. I, I, the 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 goodwill extended into the Not Near Rumble. Not to spoil anything. But, uh, yeah, Jack let's, Vaughn. Let's run down, run down these competitors that Jack Vaughn beat in this match. Uh, let's see. We've got Big Zoe, Cal Hero, TW3, Omar Amir, Luscious Lawrence, Shane Mercer. Heck of Tru- a performance from Shane Mercer. Yeah. Heck of a performance from yeah, Shane Mercer. Very impressive, by the way. Uh, Truth Magnum, Adam Revolver, The Human Thumb, Orion, and Jada Nero. I really didn't know where this was going to go. Um, I was a little surprised. Uh, well, not surprised at the outcome, 
but I was surprised to see all of these kind of heavy hitters all in the ring at the same time. Yeah, I you just never know when it comes to these things, but that is a who's who of the uh, this is it top yeah. end of the OVW <laughs> yeah, roster. This yeah, this is it. These are your guys, short of short of Jesse and EC3. These are these are all of your guys in one match. Um, also, shout out to the guy who thought it was really funny when Dream Girl was talking about how they were friends. Also, could not believe Jay DeNiro wore a suit. He's like, he's going to wrestle in a suit? Yeah, that, that blew his mind, man. <laughs> that guy right there is going to wrestle in a suit. Yeah, it's that guy was my favorite. As much as I've complained about fans on this show, that guy genuinely popped me like several times. <laughs> About six of the night was Big Beef versus Real One, or Enzo, as he's formerly known. Yeah. Uh, he's making his in-ring debut for the OVW, his action debut for the OVW. He's, we've seen him in a couple of talking segments. Saw him uh, be a special guest referee, of course. Um, really loved the pairing of Big Beef and Enzo. Because Big Beef is giant, and Enzo's not. Oh, yeah. Big Beef is huge, and Enzo is is nowhere near the the same size and as uh, Big Beef. Big Beef can also just go. Yeah, <laughs> like he's the perfect guy to come in. Um, he's got a lot of goodwill in the crowd. People really, really like him. Yeah. Um, oh well, everybody except for uh, the real one who did five minutes of stand up oh, before yeah. the match even started. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say we t- we we had some things to say about real ones yeah. pre match promo when he was the guest ref. <laughs> I don't need no introduction, but I'm gonna talk but about here's shit my for five minutes. <laughs> How you doing? I don't need an introduction from you. Allow me to do it myself. <laughs> Having just yeah. been introduced. Yeah. Um, well, you couldn't like cut off Linda K yet. Right, because they still he we still want him to be he's still supposed to be a babyface, right? Who Enzo? Uh, We're supposed to cheer for him, right? Uh, he's present. I don't know I what mean, I'm not saying. I don't know what side we're on or what, what side he's on or we should be he on looks, in relation to him. But uh, he looks like a bag of old clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, kind of. nothing this but love for you. Nothing but love for you, Jersey we'll boy. We'd love to have you on. Th- this is what happens when your mom donates all your Supreme stuff to Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, ridiculous Supreme Everlast collab that he's got going on. Hey, you do you, man. You the know, Supreme uh, like armband, like double Supreme armband. Yeah, he does. He does look absolutely ridiculous. In no other world from wrestling would he be on TV. Oh, yes, uh, he would. It's not every j- week in a prominent role, he would be in the trash can. Cops. <laughs> cops. cops. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, cops. it's cops. He kind of looks like weird Barbie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. So obviously we love the new talent at LBW. <laughs> yeah, the LBW it, it gives us something to talk about. Real one beats big beef. Not a surprise there. No, not at all. Uh, this isn't. This is of course important. We got to let everybody know Enzo is here to stay. He can beat people that you like. He can beat people that are bigger than him. He can beat us if we don't shut up about it. Yeah, apparently, um, and he's got a lot of fat jokes. All of these years away from WWE were obviously spent writing fat jokes. Yeah, there so, were they were a ton of one-liners in the uh, five minutes before and after, and probably a little bit during. Obviously, I can't wait to get him in here. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to Wizard of Oz you that day. 
<laughs> for for uh, just so I don't reach over and oh no, lo- and so I don't reach over and win one this time. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around for the feed, folks. The live show after this. <laughs> Stick around for that. Oh wait, you guys can't hear me. Well, go back and listen to it whenever you hear this. Except we won't. Uh, except we won't post. We won't let it stay up. <laughs> but we might. Might this. Okay. Uh, Tony Gunn comes out and confronts Real One. That's the reason we have this match is so that Tony Gunn can come out and confront Real One. Setting the stage for future conflict with Tony Gunn. And, again, can't wait for it. Super, super into it. Like, cannot wait for Real One and Tony Gunn. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not hating on the fact that uh, the Real One's here. But just, you know, there's he gives us a lot to talk about. That's all. We had our second sit-down uh, interview with Kinnison. Uh between EC3 right before the final match of the night. Much better mic'd. Much better mic'd, yeah. But still, that I love seeing it twice in a night really uh, reminded me, like, this is maybe something that they've needed, like, to do. Like, maybe they need to do this more often. I think the format looks great. I think that him with the two belts on looks great. I think it just, it's very, it feels very hefty. It and they feels have very the facility real. for it. Yeah, and now I they feel have like the they did not it. have the space to have this kind of a sit down interview three months ago. Well, that could very well be the case. Well, and just ask EC3. He's the entire reason that anything got um, renovated. If you listen to his little interview there, he's the only reason that there's renovation and that Davis Arena looks as good as it does. Sure. Sure, that CEO man named Ed and his investors had nothing to do with it. No, not, not at all. So, for once here in the last match, in my opinion, not for once. Not for once. That's rude. That's rude. Not, and not accurate. Most of the time, I don't think that the uh, true main event is the best match of the night. This match between Joe Mack and Luke Curtis, I thought, was the match of the night by far. Absolutely. Loved I 100% it. agree with that. It had everything. Mm-hmm. It really did. Uh, certified Luke Curtis is the best wrestler Probably on the roster. Probably bears saying that this is the uh, this is the men's breaker make or break match. Right. Yeah. Right. Number one comes in, number, in or loser comes in number one. Winner comes in number thirty. Yes. These guys are friends. These guys have been tag team partners for a long time. Champions together. Champions together for a long time. Yeah. Associated through a few different factions together. Mm-hmm. Um. And probably know each other better than any two competitors know each other on the entire roster. Yeah, I'm sure that certified Luke Curtis knows better than anybody else on the OVW roster that Joe Mack is a baby. (laughs) They couldn't even, they're so in tune, these guys, these two guys are so in tune, they couldn't even help but not still look like a tag team even though they're wrestling against each other. They wore matching outfits even though they are uh, competing head-to-head for the first time. Daniel Spencer, the official for that match, by the way. In case you're following along at home. The um, the presence of Shannon the Dude right here at the beginning of this match was, uh, I think, kind of let everybody know, like, the fix is in. Well, Shannon was so nervous. He was he, he just worried over this whole match. Yeah, he was sweating sequins the whole time, kids. Um, these guys really put over the fact that they know each other really well. They kind of even started with not even wanting to wrestle each other. Uh, but yeah, Luke Curtis, <laughs> as he often does, had a plan. It involved his mother. <laughs> That's not a joke. Nope. No. <laughs> no, not at all. He said, Mom, listen up. He faked an injury to uh, distract Joe Mack. 
game, uh, play with Joe Mack's sympathies and ended up be- winning the match, beating Joe Mack, his former best friend. That was not a hell in a cell. That was a hell of a cell. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> when it happened, I leaned over and told Brian, man, he's not really, he's not really hurt. Is he? And, and then it, it went on and, and on. Mm-hmm. And on. I mean, I was halfway through setting up the GoFundMe to help cover his uh, yeah. recovery. Yeah, that's how sure we were plan. that uh, he really was hurt after all. And, you know, I, I had doubted him, and, and that was the case. That wasn't the case. And um, that is probably one of the, oh, my God, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. Wait. No, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. Cells I've ever seen in wrestling, period. So congrats to you. That cell was certified baby so i've got i'm gonna stick with me here this is a little this is a little different all right what you got with me here okay there's this movie called teeth that i was a really big fan of when i was growing up and it's about a a woman a young woman who's learning about her sexuality in the world and she has uh teeth in her vagina Mm -hmm. and there's one part in this movie where, where did say, you find this movie? It was it's it's like a, it's a modern classic. Don't say shit like that when I'm trying to <laughs> drink, man. You almost <laughs> ended up wearing this uh, this uh, Coke Zero. But so so this there's this part in this movie where you see the first time the teeth are clenched down, and because it is a vagina, there's a yeah. p- piece that goes in there that men have. Uh, or watch s- the gestures. Watch the gestures. Um, and this. This happens. This clinch happens, and then you see it happen. And I used to love watching this movie with people who had never seen it the first time, right? Because I'd sit there with anticipation the whole damn time to watch their reaction. That was me while Luke Curtis was selling. I was like, I can't wait for you to get up, baby. You're going to get up and screw him over. I can't wait. I can't wait. I was sitting there watching everybody else in the audience, and I w- was waiting for their reaction because I felt like I already knew what it was going to be. That's how, that was how Luke Curtis. I felt kind of the exact opposite. <laughs> I know the man so well. I'm such a big fan. I know how smart he is. I knew that this was all a ruse. Yeah. And to screw over your friend in such spectacular fashion. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was glorious. It was as rich and luxurious as the robe that he wore to the ring. Or his sun-kissed hair. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mack would uh, go on to lose the match, of course, as we mentioned, which means he was the first entrant in the Royal, uh, yeah. the Nightmare Rumble. And uh, Luke Curtis is the 30th and we've seen how good luke curtis is at cheating that's a dangerous place for everybody yeah, else for somebody with his skill set and his uh his his sense for uh wrestling in general coming in at number 30 uh is spells danger for everybody else in that match without having seen it and without uh spoiling it how long did it take for him to get in the ring after he came out at 30th he, I have a feeling he probably spent most of the time like not getting in the ring, right? Just waiting for his opportunity. Uh, that's I'm the kind of that's what I envision. That's what I'm. That's what uh, I envision. You, you just have to find out. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about out. it later on in a couple of days, and uh, you'll you'll just. Yeah, have I'm to about find halfway out. through the pay per view as it is, so we'll, I'll I'll get it finished. I haven't gone back to watch it yet, but uh, I definitely want to go back and watch it because I, I want to catch all the com- the commentary that I missed and probably comedy too. So are we live? We are now live in the Facebook group, guys. Well, all, all right. right. Let me. Uh, you want to take us away in the, the post roll here, and uh, you want me to do it while you're switching gears? Well, let's talk about the group first of all okay. before before we okay. actually close the podcast portion of this. All right, we will make that a thing. So we you do. can yeah follow us on Facebook, and we do also Forgot have to do that yeah. 
the uh, <clears throat> unofficial OVW fan site or fan zone. OVW unofficial OVW fan zone, which is our uh, the the OVW fan site that we manage on uh, Facebook. Where say you that can five come times fast. I don't think I can. You can't say. I don't it think once. I could say it. I don't think I said it once. You didn't. But uh, come gather up there. Talk about your uh, so your where favorite are we? wrestlers. Oh, the fan zone. Yes. Oh. Should be live in the fan zone. Let's take a gander, shall we? We appreciate you. It's guys neat that we can watch ourselves to... while we're watching while we're doing the things. Any support for this so far has been really, really great. We really appreciate it. Like I we not see it. We've got our, uh, nope. We've got uh, some really, really, really great fans. I know, right? Um, it, we're, we're not we, in the fan zone. We're in the our page, right? You guys are the coolest. Somehow. Hold on, I'm I'm trying to find us. Some someone's shown up. Is that you? It, uh, <laughs> if it was me, I couldn't tell you. Oh, <laughs> well, hi one listen, hi one watcher, everybody wave. Tell us your name. Do they have any? All right. Well, let's go ahead and close out the podcast, and we'll we'll stay in the the in here for a few more minutes. All right. The OVW Podcast, the 10th Carney Award-nominated unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling, is produced by Blacklight Moon Productions at Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky. The OVW Podcast broadcast team is Jack Minokes and my co-host, Brian Hines. Our studio engineer and editor is Malachi P.S. Woodard. Executive producer is Tiny Brian K. Woodard. Senior producer for The Blimp is Victor Anderson. After watching wrestlers on Netflix, visit ovwpodcast.com com slash podcasters to find all episodes of our unofficial wrestlers after show be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast rate us five stars and give us a review you can also follow us at ovw podcast on instagram facebook tiktok the newly renovated youtube page and brian wherever you damn well please thank you guys so much love you guys 